1: John Rahm wins again. He's making it a habit. Second time here at the American Express. And in
2: back-to-back starts now.
0: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
1: Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O out today. Joe G Aaron Hawks are with you on a Tuesday presented as always by BetMGM. Some great guests coming up in this show. Jason Scott, lead trader at BetMGM is going to join us. Jason Lock and Fora on all the news regarding Patrick Mahomes injuries. With as we look forward to the AFC and NFC championship game this weekend, but we thought, you know what? I have we'll talk golf in a while. We got a lot going on in the American Express. We just heard the call: John Rom won that, and we have the Farmers Insurance starting tomorrow at Tory Pines. So let's get some bets. Let's get some plays from our guy Jeff Feinberg joining us from Mayo Media Net Odds Checker U.S. Bet Spurs Golf. Jeff is with us, and uh, Jeff, excited to talk to you. It's been a while here. First of all, your reaction to Rom winning the American Express and what we just saw this past weekend.
2: Yeah, that's uh, now two wins already for Rom this, this year off his Tournament of Champions win. Uh, I am a Rom fanboy. He's unbettable, so you don't really get to bet him, but if I had first pick in a fantasy draft in any, probably the last three years, he'd have been my first pick. Um, so not really surprised by anything that's kind of happening, just kind of feel like we've been waiting for it, and I feel like golf is better when um, there is a dominant player and we could be doing that again, heading into Tory Pines.
0: Jeff, can you help me understand why John Rahm isn't ranked number one in the official world golf rankings?
2: The world golf rankings is really silly and, for lack of a better word, stupid. Um, (laughs) It's a two-year... Yeah, no, it, it really is a hard... I mean, you can use it in an argument where you want to, like, make a golf bet, be like, look where he's ranked in the world, but it's a very confusing system, almost like that old uh, quarterback rating we used to, you know, talk about when, when no one really knew how it was put together. But it is a uh, – it takes a whole two-year sample of a player's performance. And, you know, bigger events are weighted – obviously heavier and um, you know there's a debate on how points are given on on tours all around the world but you would think a guy with a number with a major in that two-year span and what he has done recently would have been able to climb his way up there but it kind of shows the flaws in the system because no one's eyeballs would have ever considered John Rom anything but a top three player in the world and he's been out of that on that system for, for a bit of, for, for some time heading into this year.
1: Uh, all right. Let's talk about this uh, tournament coming up, starting tomorrow. But Jeff, I'm I'm curious your perspective on the course. I mean, we know Torrey Pines, but it's it's interesting. The North Course, the South Course. There's there's different elements to this course that these guys are going to play this weekend. Take us through how this course plays in your mind, and and then we get to which golfers uh, we, we like this weekend. So t- tell us about Torrey Pines, and for everyone out there, kind of what to know about the course before we start uh, this tournament coming up.
2: Yeah, Tory Pines is no secret to even the casual golf fan. You'll put it on the TV this week, and a lot of shots will look familiar to you over the years. Obviously, the Tiger Woods highlight sort of gives um, a bit of panache to this place, and obviously it's a beautiful uh, lay of land that it, that it sits on. They each will play around on the north course and the south course over the first two days, but the entire weekend will be played on the south course, it is the first look at almost a classical golf course this year, as we've kind of been at a lot of resort course birdie parties, for lack of uh, a better way of putting how the scoring has gone the first few weeks. But um, the south course at Tory Pines, it's produced some of the greatest finishes in golf. And John Rahm is very familiar with those. Uh, Classical layout, a lot of very long par fours. You have to, uh, accuracy off the tee in recent years hasn't been the biggest issue, but you have to be dialed in with your long irons. And past winners usually have a top ten here. Uh, The past winners is, is, there are very few outliers in the list of past winners. And you have to be familiar with the POA greens, which can be very tricky. And if guys aren't familiar with them, it's unlikely they'll have any sort of success.
0: Xander Schauffele withdrew with back injury earlier this month at Kapalua, but he looked healthy last week at the American Express. Um, How are you looking to play Schauffele at Torrey Pines? uh, Or are you looking to play against him?
2: I'm not really looking to take on Xander. I'm certainly not investing in him in uh, in any way. But I wouldn't worry about the injury at all. This you would if you were to ask Xander, he'd probably tell you this is his fifth major, the San Diego State Aztec. You know, this is his home event. A lot of guys, uh, you know, consider their home event sort of like their fifth major. But he's been playing. He's he's had enough runs here where you know he's probably very familiar, including a major with, um, you know, all that's asked of him playing in front of his friends and family. But he would not have played at all last week and risked not being able to play in this event had he, you know, if the injury was a real concern and we saw that 10-under finish for him on Sunday. So all I could say is I have no injury doubts about Xander. So if you want to roll with him, that shouldn't be a concern at all.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Looks like we lost Joe G. What about Um Thigala? He's a hot name as we head into 2023. What have you seen from him? And tell us a little bit about why we need to know his name.
2: Yeah, uh, so he's Thigala. He's a fan favorite uh, for such a young guy. He is my wife's favorite player at the moment. He sort of pops <laughs> off the screen in, in many ways at the moment uh you know just a a very good young player not 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 one that i am looking to back this week although a lot of people who i trust and respect are on him uh you know he he had his big entry with that second place in phoenix a couple weeks ago uh hits it hits it long can handle those long irons i worry about the short game but he'll be comfortable the pepperdine native will be or sorry the pepperdine college product will be very comfortable on these Poana surfaces and all they have to offer.
1: Jeff Feinberg joining us here as we talk about uh, Tory Pines this coming week. Actually, the tournament starts tomorrow, which is uh, the Farmers Insurance excited for this one. All right, let's go through some of this, uh, the, your card, and, and just the favorites here. So Ram, Shoffley, Finau, Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Zalatorris. I mean, the favorites we know. There's no surprise there. Jeff, do you like any of those? And then let's move down the board, maybe some mid-tier shots you're taking this weekend.
2: I mean, you have to like them. You have to like their, their chances. The Tory Pines always, whether the player ends up in winner's circle, the cream of the crop always seems to be a part of the leaderboard on a Sunday. And, Joe, Aaron, in recent golf, if you've been betting long shots in the last year, like, you're going broke. Like, good players <laughs> are winning the golf tournaments. That's really what is happening. There aren't many outliers to speak of at all in terms of you know, big numbers, especially when a quality field, the quality names like we have here. In that mix at the top, it is Will Zalatoris who has my eye. Uh, got him at 18-1. to 1, Lost in a playoff to Luke List last year, guys. He's healthy off that back injury in the offseason, and that's all I need to know. Because we are out of the birdie parties, as I've mentioned. We are now at a, at, a course that has hosted major championships. He finished second here last year. He finished seventh here the year before in his debut. And if I told you that in seven majors played in the United States, he has three runner-ups and three top-eight finishes. I mean, this guy, there's something about Wills Zalatoris on major championship tracks where I am addicted to it. I went to the finish line with a couple of those majors last year that were heartbreaks. We cashed it to St. Jude, but Wills Zalatoris, Torrey Pine, the – the, the Northern California kid takes it to SoCal this week.
0: Ooh, I love Will Zalatoris. So do you think there's any value on betting him at 3-1, um, to one, which I see at BetMGM for a top-five finish?
2: I mean, he's always in the mix. That isn't how I, uh, you know, I don't know. That isn't... Uh, that isn't sort of how I like to bite the apple, but I could, I mean, more <laughs> methodical players would probably argue that, there's, that that's a safe play. I mean, I just spoke about how consistent he is. He always seems to be part of leaderboards. You're going against John Rahm, who's on fire. Who, he's won on this course twice. Um, so if you can make, want trapdoors for your outright picks this week, I'm not going to tell you not to.
1: All right, so Jeff, if we go down the board, and I I understand your point that if you're betting the long shots, you're going broke over the last year, but if you had to pick one or two out that you think could be near the top when this is over, let's go beyond the top five or six or seven names that you have circled, you think either are playing well or this course fits them, who are you thinking here as we head towards this tournament?
2: Yeah, so there's a few, and I can't resist myself. I'm still sometimes burning some money on long shots because it's fun, but uh I have bet with on, on a uh, on a bet boost a Taylor Montgomery to forty to one this week guys uh, he seems to be a top 10 machine at the moment he was fifty to one last week and contended on a course that didn't fit him. I think Tory Pines is a much better course fit for Taylor Montgomery who in his first time here finished 11th I see some similarities to the wills Alatoris uh track Met's. Probably me getting way ahead of myself, but I, I am I am all in on Taylor Montgomery. Uh, that's forty to one is the highest I've seen it, and I am taking my chance. The number is too high. I said at the Century of Champions when they put Hideki Matsuyama at fifty to one. If this is a sign of numbers to come for Hideki in stronger field events, then I'm going to have a big Hideki problem this year. Hideki Matsuyama forty forty five to ones out there, uh, you know, looking at, at the grids on the odds. I'll take my chance on him. He's been incredibly uh, inconsistent with the driver at the moment, but his course history here, everything Tory Pines asks, I believe Hideki can deliver. Without right golf betting guys, you know, finishing seventh, sometimes fifth, even second, is the same as missing a cut. So I, I, I'm willing to take a chance on the win equity and the, and the ceiling of Hideki Matsuyama, the numbers they're posting this week.
0: I love it. I love it. Taylor Montgomery. Remember that name. Let's circle back to some of the favorites though, for outright winner besides Wills Zalatoris, where else is there some value? Who do you think has a good shot?
2: Uh, there's a lot of love for Max Homa this week. That makes a, a ton of, a ton of sense. Um, you know, it's hard to talk down any of these guys. You could argue just in terms of like, because it's always hard to find like true fair number on a player on an outright golf betting board. You could argue some of the numbers being posted on Justin Thomas right now as high as eighteen to one. I mean, for a player of his skill set, you almost just play the ceiling. Uh, you know, so that's one I, I would always be tempted to looking at. And this the complete total package game of a Sung Jm. You know, he just does everything so well across the board and that serves you very well at venues like this uh, where it asks so much of your total golf bag and he finished sixth here last year and and he just checks so many boxes in what makes a Torrey Pines winner for me.
1: Jeff, how early into the season do you start circling and, and how, how close to it do you start circling guys for the Masters? Like, when you're watching this weekend, are you thinking about that or are we still too far out, still too much golf to be played? Like, when do you start thinking about, all right, I, li- I like what I'm seeing here. That might be a play for me down the line in the Masters.
2: You know what, Joe? It, it, realistically, it's, it, it is probably this week. Now, I sort of said going back to Christmas, maybe it's just me getting older. But it does feel like the future golf market, they sort of cut our legs out from under us. It's only one-way traffic. If a guy's struggling a bit, they'll never boost his number. If he shows a little bit of life, they're ready to crash the numbers. Uh, there's, they don't seem to be offering the long-shot numbers that I feel they used to. Um, all that being said, it's this week because, in my opinion, you can't take anything what you've seen these first three weeks. Those are resort course birdie parties. They mean nothing. They mean nothing in terms of evaluating how a player can play potentially at a major championship. Now, granted, in Kapalua, where they do the century, there's a lot of weird correlation to guys that have won there and success there to the Masters. But you know they're playing that place at 30 under these days. Um, so, yeah, we are now on a major championship venue. You like how a guy is hitting it straight as an arrow, long off the tee, clutch up and downs. It's, that's totally fair to go look at what is U.S. Open, uh, you know, PGA Championship. Even Masters odds could be. But as we know, the Masters in the course itself is such a its own animal. Uh, in many in many ways, but I think a correlation to how you play farmers and how that would correlate to a PGA Championship, U.S. Open is 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 totally fair.
0: Jeff, less than a minute left. I gotta ask about the Chargers. Uh, I'm sorry, I was hoping they would be able to do more. Are you okay with the decision? That it seems like they're gonna keep Staley.
2: Am I okay with it? I am not sure, but I knew once he sort of saved the season, they were never gonna let him go or story let me just say they were never going to have sean payton anyone that's followed this league that was talking sean payton to the chargers i don't know what they were talking about they, they're not paying sean payton they're not trading a first round pick for sean payton it's the spanos family um as for keeping staley they kept anthony lynn three four years they kept mike mccoy three four years it's just uh Total protocol. I, I'm still shook. I haven't recovered in the sense that I haven't watched like the end of season pressers or any of that and I eat that up instantly. So it still has me rattled to my core. He's a really young coach and I guess they figure we hire a coach this young, this lack of experience, we gotta let him get punched in the chin a few times, but so demoralizing between the Mike Williams and the second half in the playoff game. Just the got just a kick in the yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, just like it feels like Chargers fans and the coach the same thing. A, a kick in the, you know what? There he was, Jeff Feinberg on the buy the Phoenix.com guest line. On the other side, we dive into Super Bowl MVP and futures markets next on the BetQL Network.
0: We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network.